Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. If you're new to the podcast, please be sure to go subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever podcast platform you use. It would really help us out. Also, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at certain underscore POV pod, on Instagram at certain point of view pod, and join our Facebook group and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. The links to those are in the description below. And with all that out of the way, let's talk some Star Wars. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. I went on and on about those episodes that I love, but I just yeah, I like love those too. Oh, you made me so think of good. one though from Clone Wars. Which one? Um, they, they, uh, I can't remember the planet. I think it starts with the Z. And normally I'm like the this planet, that planet. Ex- exactly. Guy. You're the yeah. The Pablo guy. Pablo Hidalgo. Pablo yeah. Hidalgo. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the walking Wikipedia. Pedia. Oh my gosh! I did the thing from How I Met Your Mother. Wikipedia. No, it's Encyclopedia. I just did that like an accident. Um, the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> they go to the planet where the like they're they they have the people enslaved, and like Anakin hits on the oh. cat lady, and like they like like Ahsoka has to trust them, and he like kind of like trades yes. her off as a slave, and they free everybody. That it doesn't have like crazy implications. I mean, it kind of does because it's a lesson in Ahsoka trusting Anakin, and then Anakin great. not long after that gets mad at obi-wan for not trusting him when he fakes his death so that was you know good for ahsoka and anakin's development both yeah i love that and that's one of the many times star wars has touched on slavery (laughs) um in in animation no doubt like like they've done that in the bad batch they've done that in the clone wars they've done it in rebels i think if i'm not mistaken i feel like they did it in rebels Although I, I'm not – yeah. I mean anytime you're dealing with the Empire, you're pretty much going to touch on slavery at some point. Either the Empire is enslaving people or they're like turning a blind eye to like bad people who are sl- enslaving people. They do it in Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order and you help save them. There we go. <laughs> not, non-spoiler. But you know, it, it's it's funny. Let me get on a quick 43-second tangent here. Don't time me. I'll get stressed out. 43. But, okay, go. <laughs> us talking about Jedi Fallen Order and how it – enhances star wars being a canon story and things like that the shows are the exact same way now as of right now there's nothing really from jedi fallen order that like you had to see and it made you enjoy something so much more that happened on screen other than the bd unit and one of those last episodes of book of boba fett that was pretty cool um but it's kind of the same way like if i would have watched rebels and clone wars before mando season one and i saw the dark saber i would have been like Oh my gosh, like I would have like flipped out. But thankfully before season two, I had seen everything. So like the Ahsoka stuff was super impactful and really cool. And uh, you know, when they talk about you know Thrawn and things like that, I was like, there's so many good things in there and the way it enhances like they enhance one another. Like like we yeah. talk about a lot of the time, people People bash on the prequels. I'm off the tangent, by the way. We've moved on to back to the animated stuff. That was a seamless transition back Thank on. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to announce that the, the tangent was up and we're back to regularly scheduled content. You kind of ruined the smoothness, but it was still... <laughs> if I would have kept going, but, you know, <laughs> technicalities. Um, People bash the prequels for the longest time. And then you watch the Clone Wars. It's like, man, those really enhanced the prequels. I've literally seen people like talk about how 
Like my, they're like my Star Wars is the Clone Wars. That's what introduced me to Star Wars, and I like it more than any of the movies. Like there are people that only watch those, and they hardly watch the movies. More power to you. That's not me. Like I, I love it all. Uh, I rewatch the movies all the time. But I also, I totally understand. We like we we always talk about on the show. We everyone has their entry points into Star Wars, and 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 no one should be faulted for what their entry point is or made to feel like an idiot for what their entry point is. No gatekeeping um, allowed. No, no gatekeeping here for sure. But I, I just, you know, I think, I think if you, if your star Wars like journey started with the clone wars, that's actually amazing to me. Like, that's so interesting. I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> like, I want to hear your story with that. That sounds, that sounds incredibly interesting to me. And that kind of brings up another, you know, topic of conversation. I mean, we kind of been, you know, we've never mind. Honestly, we've kind of been going, we've kind of been weaving in and out of this topic as like naturally as we've gone, but seamlessly, how like so seamlessly, but how stupid is the argument that, that animation is for children or like is only for children or like, or that, um, or that it's less than canon, like because it's a cartoon. You, I see people literally on Twitter that are like, and specifically, it's come up a lot lately because you know the question of is Darth is Maul going to show up in in Obi Wan in the Obi Wan show? Is Maul going to show up? And you know, a lot of people are on the side that at least that that I'm on, it, the the side that I land on is he should not, in my opinion, um, because that would negatively affect what has already happened in the in in the animated shows um it, and people will respond to that saying those aren't canon those are, those are just those are just cartoons and i'm like well actually they are actually canon <laughs> you can't just decide what's canon it is it actually li- like like technically is canon and also I don't understand the train of thought that animation is is any less valid of a platform than live action. In fact, it's in some ways harder to do animation well. Some people just view live action as real and animation as not real, as in like not canon. So like they just don't take it as seriously. So like so their argument would be like they just if they if they haven't seen it in live action then it hasn't happened it hasn't happened mm-hmm. then That's where fun. is that coming from like I, I where, where did that I mean, kind of thought begin and it's not their the star wars drew i mean sheesh like what it's it's animation it's it's whatever now, i would now i will say this i will say this this is a this is an interesting discussion that we can have sometime is that is it wise for Lucasfilm to make all of these shows that are dependent on people knowing about things that are in the animated shows and not in live action? That's a debate that we can have, and that's a fair question. Like, you know, for instance, what happened to me when I watched Solo and I saw Darth Maul just sitting there, and I'm like, hold on, What? I had to get someone to explain to me that in the cl- in the Clone Wars he was alive, and to my knowledge he was dead, <laughs> and so that's just an example. It, it but 
you know, someone like me, I was like, well, okay, I have to watch the Clone Wars. Do to do. So I did because I I love that. But not everyone is like that. And so, like, to me, is it is it wise to have so much that depends on it? I don't know if it is or not. It's a it's a debate that we can have. I mean, but this same time you were filled in if you didn't want to watch it you could look it up and see what happened or someone told you and you're like okay cool that's how it happened moving on i know why i'm missing that but i'm not gonna watch this series right um so i mean i think it's totally I, i see it as a smart move for for them because you have so much more cross marketing and oh, I yeah. mean, just so much more potential to, I mean, let's not lie that this isn't about making money, but you know, you've got what? so much more potential to what? have new version of toys and new versions of this, or Funko. you've got more to expand upon. You can make, I mean, and, and also Star Wars loves taking little quotes and making huge stories out of them, you know? I mean, so there's anything could be taken from those and create a book out of, or a video game out of, or a movie out of, you know? I mean, it's, there's so much potential. And that's one of the things that I love about Star Wars is how expansive it can be Mm -hmm. and how big it's grown and how it can continue to grow. I mean, it's one of the things that I love always when I talk about Star Wars, like with my parents, my dad is always like, I can't believe that this is as big as it is, that there's so much, you yeah. know? And I think that's just, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't uh, have no, a problem with it. Now, you're saying this. I completely agree with you. I'm just saying I get the debate. Like, I get, yeah, I, get I think it, it's a very but... fair question to ask. Like, is this wise for them? I think you hit the nail on the head. It is wise for them because how many more people are watching the Clone Wars and Rebels now because of uh because of the mandalorian and the mandalorian they wouldn't do it they yeah are able to pull all of that to see Mm -hmm. you know like when clone wars was on netflix i'm sure that their disney was able to get all of the data from that like how many people watched it blah 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 how many people watched it on was it on Cartoon Network originally? Yeah, it yeah. was originally. You know, so they can probably look at all of that and see, okay, now that we've added this, are more people watching these shows? And if more people are watching those shows, and so therefore more people, hate to say it, are buying more things. Absolutely. Um, no, it's they're real. Gonna, they're going to continue with that. So, yeah. I mean, I... I Obviously, it's working. I mean, I get the argument, but if it wasn't working, they wouldn't do it. Not only that, it is also they're doing a good job with it because aside from the solo thing, because the solo thing just hits you in the face if you don't know, if you don't know that Maul's alive. Um, You know, for someone like me, I went back and watched The Clone Wars because of that. But for the vast majority of people, they were probably just like, what? (laughs) And they didn't. I mean, like I watched with my parents and they were like, didn't he die? And so I explained and they were like, okay, cool. And that was it. You know, like they're not going to watch the animated series. Like that's just. Right. But so my point is, my point is that that wasn't necessarily handled the best. It was cool. Matt, like it's cool now, but it was kind of like, whoa, what? But in the Mandalorian, for instance, when they bring in a character like Ahsoka, I've talked to people 
who didn't watch the animated series who loved Ahsoka in The Mandalorian as a character because they built her well in that show as if people don't know who she is, but but also made it to where the people who love Ahsoka from the animated series like still recognize this as Ahsoka. So it and that's something the MCU has always done really well too. They make things that are accessible even if like even this is not a popular thing to say, but you can jump in any at any point in the MCU generally. Unless, except for like Infinity War and Endgame or something like that, but like you can jump in. You don't have to watch Iron Man first. You can jump in and watch Ant-Man and have a great time and you don't have to have seen the other 12 movies that came before it or whatever because they do a great job of making single stories and kind of filling you in on what you need to be filled in on as if you don't know what's going on, right? But doing it in a seamless way. They've been doing that with these shows too, like I said, with Ahsoka um, and, and, and all that. So I think that not only are they doing a good job, I mean, not only are they doing the right thing, in my opinion, but I think they're doing it well. So, um, yeah. Anyway, animation is totally legitimate as far as a form of storytelling. You know, I have a theory about Disney's issue with this. And I think it came to a head with episode nine. And this has been something that's on my mind. Well, not on my mind in a bad way, but... Episode nine, a lot of us read the uh, the duel, Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates script and how the original story was going to go with episode nine, and they kind of reworked the whole thing. One of the main points of that story was going to be going to the planet Mortis. Yep. And a lot of people wouldn't have known about that. Now, could they have done it well in the story? And we enjoyed it still. Yeah, like I would have seen him like, oh my gosh, a new Star Wars thing I need to go learn about. That's me. Holly, she has never seen. Well, she's watching Rebels with me now in Colmars. She When Ahsoka popped up, she's like, "Oh my gosh, Ahsoka's the coolest character ever! Buy me a Funko of her right now. I love Ahsoka." And she'd only seen her in one episode. So, but then there's some people who are going to be like, "Well, I don't want to watch that." Like, I have a friend. I don't even think he's watched The Mandalorian yet. I'm just like, "What? Are you, what are you doing?" So, it, it, it's a gamble, yes, but at the same time, it's very smart, and I think they're doing it well. But you don't want to draw too strongly. Like when I saw the Darksaber, would it have been cooler if I had seen it before and understood it? Yes. But at the same time that I think, holy crap, that's a pretty cool looking like lightsaber thing and Moff Gideon's alive. That was the whole point of that. A sure. pop up. Grand Admiral Thrawn is mentioned. And some people were like, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? And half the people were like, who is Grand Admiral Thrawn? You know, right. Iron Man's Why face. is Grand Admiral Thrawn? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so you, you can do that and it's safe. I mean, to me, I didn't know Maul was alive. I mean, I knew he was, but I hadn't watched it. I was like, oh, Maul's alive in the cartoon. Apparently, I'd never watch it. And then he pops up in Solo. I was like, I really need to go back and catch up on this. But some people, I overheard one guy in the theater was like, oh, I guess Maul's alive. Dude, that's weird. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, like, learn about it, I guess. I learned about it. I didn't know at the time. So yeah. I, I guess it's risk reward with how big of something you draw that people might or might not be familiar with. But I think at the same time, they are ushering people to their exclusive streaming site where you can learn about these things. And they're using that as a platform to tell and expand on these stories. And Star Wars fans are eating it 
up. I don't accuse yep. them of like some people are like, oh, they're just doing this for money. I was like, yeah, yeah, obviously they're making money. Duh. Like, yeah, they are. <laughs> every crowd has a silver lining, not cloud. Every crowd has a silver lining. There's money to be made. <laughs> Duh. It's the world we live in. But at the same time, it's good stories. It's good quality. And there's stuff. nothing and, wrong with it. No, not at all. You to know, keep more Star Wars content. No Thank you. They have to make money to yeah. do more. Absolutely. Guess what, guys? You have to consume it to get more. <laughs> I love how you always bring that up. Yeah, it is. It's a business. It's a business. I Disney is a corporation, and we eat this stuff up. And you know, it, we, it, it that we have they have to pay for what we consume, yeah. right? They have to pay for this stuff. And if they want to make high quality stuff, they have to spend a lot of money on it. And they're happy to do it because we're eating it up. Yeah, and and you know. And I think, Drew, I think you, you hit the nail on the head, man. I think you have to be smart with what you bring in. Like, Mortis might have been too much. It was probably a good call to not go that route. <laughs> um, it, it probably was. But, yeah, I think what they're doing with, for instance, the Darksaber and with Ahsoka, um, I think I think they did that really well because you get the gist of it. Like, in within the story, you just know Ahsoka as the Jedi that, that Din is searching for. Um, within the show, you just see the dark saber and think, "Oh my gosh, that is cool! What is that?" Yeah. And that's a that's fine, right? But if okay, you know yeah. what it is, it's even more fine, <laughs> right? It's really cool. And so, um, okay. I think Cobb Vanth was a book character. I'd never read the book. People, absolutely. People, yep. Yep. You made the point, or maybe it was in our conversation with Lore Seeker one time. People that have already seen this are being rewarded. Like Black yep. Chrysanthemum and Book, Book of Boba Fett is actually a way they did it perfectly with Black Chrysanthemum and some things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't know who Black Chrysanthemum was. Same. Always a comic book character. People who read that were stoked out of their minds. I just see a big cool Wookiee and like, oh, dang, that's awesome. And then I learn he has a backstory and I need to go learn about it. So it's exactly what happened I, with me, I, too. Yeah, I think we're on the same page here. It's like they need to be careful about what they do, but the way they've done it so far has been yeah. super good. And it's another reason to get into the animation, which is the whole point here. It's another great reason Absolutely. to get animation so you can be Ooh. rewarded by seeing these things come to fruition on the screen. Like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome, you know? Speaking uh, of in which. turn, like I said, then get into video games if you haven't. Get into books if you haven't. Get there's into so comics much, if you there's haven't. There's so much. I've never had a desire or a big, like, I've never been a comic book person. I'm not like against it. I've just never, it's just something that's never like, I don't know, spoke to me for some reason, but ever since Star Wars stuff, and especially like Drew was saying, the book of Boba Fett and the more Drew and Curry and and different people talk about different stories. I'm like, I want this Star Wars. Yep. Same. And, and I actually bought my first comics. They're back there. And I read the first one, and it was great. And I'm, I, and it's War of the Bounty Hunters. I, I, I bought it in preparation for the book of Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> turns out I didn't really need it, but um, <laughs> I'm really excited to get into those. And I think, I think y'all are hitting it right on the head. Basically, this stuff is all they're they're doing a great job of introducing these characters that we've taken from animation that we've learned about in animation and translating them really well for the vast majority of the time into live action they're doing a great job of that and and again not leaving anyone in the dust like drew we had the exact same experience with black chrysanthemum like i was like 
um who is that that is amazing and but but so many people were freaking out like the actually not even so many the the small percentage of people who knew who that character was were going absolutely bonkers because they knew who that was speak and and by the way how cool would it be to get black chrysanthemum in an animated show sometime that'd be pretty cool you can do a lot more with him in animation Let's see that. I I would love to see Black Santa in an animated form. Um, so okay, guys, let's let's. Well, this has been a great conversation. I want to yeah. wrap up with one question. With one question, and I, Jessica, I don't know if you're gonna like this question, um, but let's just see. Um, I want to know what your favorite animated Star Wars show is and why. Um, and. Uh, do y'all want me to go first so you can think, or do you do you have it? And what if I, I had I my answer last. ready right now. <laughs> if you have your answer ready now, I want you to go. I'm gonna say Clone Wars because okay. I like variety. Um, not to say Rebels doesn't have variety or Bad Batch doesn't have variety, but those two shows are kind of founded in Clone Wars, and Clone Wars is founded in the movies. And there is so much in Clone Wars. There's stuff people love. There's stuff people don't love. There's stuff in the middle. There's stuff people hate. And there's stuff that's absolutely incredible that we can all agree upon, like the Zillow Beast being great. I'm kidding. Yeah, all of us. So, there's. (laughs) I mean, you have the the stuff with the clones, which is just... It it makes you watch the movies differently, thinking, oh my gosh, they're not just CT-7567 or 75. I mean, they're, they're not just... CT5555. Like, they're not just these numbers. They have, like, the Jedi have learned them and, like, been with them and given them nicknames. And there's so much death there. It makes Order 66 that much harder to watch. You know? It makes, yeah. it gives you so much death. Oh, dude, it does. The with the Jedi. You have the stuff with Ahsoka and Mace Windu being a bee hole. <laughs> and you have all the stuff that goes on with Anakin and Oboin. You have Cad Bane. You have the bounty hunter stuff you have all these adventures you have jar jar with a duck girlfriend i mean (laughs) you knew i was gonna bring it up you have all this stuff and it's packed (laughs) and it's weird other huts yes oh my gosh and yeah yeah oh the hot we love Vero. that's my first time to impersonate him don't judge me um you have deep like deep lore with like the mysticism and things we know about the force um like you're introduced to like how does like how did Qui-Gon learn to commune beyond the grave and how did he pass it on to other Jedi? And you, you just have all these incredible things. There's just there's so much in that show. And when you look at it, it's like it's only seven seasons. And yeah. six and seven are super short. And yeah, there's some kid stuff in there, but it's just so so good top to bottom. And there's just so much in there. It's like a Chinese buffet. That's my <laughs> that's my comparison because i could really go for a chinese buffet right now especially when you go to the ones that has like a little pizza over here and a little fried catfish here because it's got the variety pizza <laughs> at a chinese buffet yeah it's, yeah I, i'm I really concerned pizza. about the, the pizza when i see it <laughs> I i'm really I concerned about the chinese <laughs> i think i got food poisoning just thinking about it it's better than like I'm really... the school cafeteria pizza I'm really concerned yeah, about. Yeah, well, Michael the... and I didn't eat school cafeteria pizza. I used to eat nap. My cafeteria was my so, mom's food. <laughs> yeah, it was homemade, home fresh. <laughs> oh my god, Jess, what is your favorite? If you've thought of it, if you've been able to come up with it. 
I know okay, you love ranking things. So hard for me. So yeah. But I'm going to go with my gut here. Do it. I love Clone Wars so much because I love Anakin and I love his character, but I'm going to have to pick Rebels. <laughs> Great answer. I'm so proud. I'm so Just proud. Because, like, everything Drew said, I love Clone Wars. I love it. It's so good. But I think I would pick rebels because it's shorter and i feel like even though it's shorter it's so much deeper and it still has so many ties to so many things in clone wars and all the other things and it obviously sets up even more to my favorite the original a new hope so i don't know i just it, that's so hard for me to pick but i know I, I I would have to pick right now Rebels if I if I had to pick just because I don't know I feel like Clone Wars like I said I've already said this it's just really deep and and Clone Wars is really deep too and I it might be the world between worlds that just makes me like that just little extra something different about the Force that just intrigues me and um. I really enjoy them telling stories of how the empire like builds its empire, you know, like that is, that's very fascinating to me. It's a little bit even more fascinating, I think, than the Republic battling the separatists. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you said rebels because, <laughs> well, I love the Clone Wars too. I love the Clone Wars so much because of everything you said and Drew said. All of that's accurate in my mind as well. And I do think that the Clone Wars is really deep in other ways. Um, and I love that at the beginning of each episode you have like a like a theme slash lesson yes, on the screen that. and it applies to the episode. And you get to – it kind of like clues you in on what the thematic you know, language of the episode is going to be. And, and – and you can kind of see that play out. I love I'm that. I'm totally and interrupting you about that because it makes me think of like when we were little, like a fable or something, and there's always like yes. a moral. I feel like it's yeah, absolutely. the moral for the episode. It is. <laughs> and I, I love those. I, every time it pops up, I, I love it. Yeah, exactly. And so those are great. And it takes and – it, and it does enhance the prequel movies to me. And it, it specifically like what it does for Order sixty six and the good soldiers follow orders and all that, and how it makes me I'm actually about to like convince myself into picking the Clone Wars, but uh, the the way that it humanizes the 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 clones how how we learn how we learn to love these individual clones as different people was a true like feet storytelling wise how we rex is one of my favorite star wars characters and he's a clone they did that like they made us care about this individual clone and that's just brilliant and so all of those things and it ended in it ended in like superb fashion absolutely incredible i also love the bad batch it's not on the level of these other two uh I mean, it's only one season in. Um, it could get there one day, maybe. But for me, I love the Bad Batch because of kind of everything. It it it's similar 
to the Clone Wars, obviously in animation style, but I also just love the way that they are telling stories as well. But ultimately, for me, and I've I've talked like I I talked about it earlier. For me, Star Wars comes down to characters, and if 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 I am if if I am absolutely drawn to characters and sucked into and caring about characters, that is going to be the thing that hooks me more than lore, more than even like like I like even more than super intricate written pl- plot and story. If you have good characters, you have the you have got most of the puzzle done for me. And for me, I find the the character work in Rebels to be absolutely incredible. And I cared about Ezra and Kanan and Hera and then like right out of the gate. I cared about all three of them in the first episode and then I got to care more about Zeb and I got to care more about even Chopper, and I got to care more about, um, well, Sabine. I got to care more about all of them as the show went on because I do feel like they were a little bit less fleshed out at the very beginning. But as the show goes on, you just – I love Kanan so much. Kanan is one of – he became – like literally a top five Star Wars character for me. And I named my son Kanan. And it's spelled like Kanan. <laughs> like in, in this show. I love everything that he brings to the word Jedi. Everything that he brings to the table as a Jedi and as a master. That is so rare in a Jedi. He's so different for a Jedi. But he still has the best parts of being a Jedi. And... I love Hera so much. She is such a deep character that I feel for. And I love any episode where we get to go back to Ryloth and see her, her relationship with her father and her, even in the bad batch, her episodes there, like as a kid, I love all that stuff so much. And, um, I don't know. Rebels just did it for me, like on a on a different level than than even the Clone Wars did and then the Bad Batch did. And so for me, it's Rebels, and it's completely because of the characters and this family, um, and how how so it's so Star Wars. And not only that, but we also got iconic iconic moments where whether it's Ahsoka versus Vader. And Vader, like, like you hear Anakin through the mask, and he says, Ahsoka. Oh, my gosh, that moment is so good. Or you have the, the Maul versus Obi-Wan in Twin Suns, that iconic fight, or, like, what what Maul wishes was a fight. <laughs> and it was just a school lesson from Obi-Wan, and he killed him. Um, absolutely brilliant. Iconic moments like that. I, I love this show so much. And so for me, Rebels is my favorite of the three. Um, and obviously Resistance, so of the four. Um, <laughs> Forces but, of Destiny. Woo! Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Never seen it. <laughs> but that's not a that's not a tier one animation show, whatever. But, um, man. Okay. This was a really fun conversation. Yeah, I am going to go to the chat here. We have just a few comments that I want to read, and they're all from Jack. Um, and so I want to read them, and then we'll get out of here, all right? Woo. 
Um, all right. So first, Jack says, Ventress was one of my favorite animated characters, other than Bane in Rebels. What was one of my favorite anime? Other than Bane in Rebels. Uh, Rebels had some of the best storylines I found throughout Star Wars. I totally agree. I loved I loved the storyline of Rebels as well as the characters. Um, Jack says, Rebels hit me emotionally more than any other Star Wars show. Even, anim- even animated, it was just everything with Kanan and Ezra hit so hard with the relationship. The family aspect of Rebels got me hooked. I completely agree. Rebels, I am so much more... In mo- emotionally invested in in those characters from like and for so, something about the way they're written and the relationship that they have um when Kanan when Kanan died I I like I literally this past rewatch I put off finishing season four for like three weeks because I wasn't prepared emotionally <laughs> to go through that again and that that episode and the following episode where they're all dealing with the fallout of losing Kanan. Oh God, it's so hard for me to watch. And, um, and, and what happens with Ezra after that too? I, it's so powerful. I completely agree. What do y'all think about the emotional weight of the, of, of rebels top tier? Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. I mean, it's just as emotional as any live action for sure. Yeah. And heavy. If not more so, yeah. honestly. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Um, Jack says, my daughters and I binged Rebels in a weekend. That's that's amazing. That's impressive. He says, we actually didn't watch the Clone Wars or Rebels until the Mandalorian um, Ahsoka episode. <laughs> that, that's amazing. That's when Holly asked me to watch Rebels. It was because of seeing Ahsoka. She was like, she's cool. It's like, we got to learn about her. So we started with Rebels rather than clone wars but i feel like you can work backwards and it'll still be just fine (laughs) yeah you can you can totally with any of this stuff it's like if yeah if you watch from here you'll miss out on this but you get this but if you watch from here you miss out on this but you get this it's you pick your poison (laughs) it'll be cool Um, in retrospect watching ahsoka yeah and uh one more from jack he says jedi knight which is the episode that kanan dies um, Jedi Knight just crushed me in Rebels. I think um, after I watched that, and I just sent you a sad face. I was just like, because you knew I was yeah, going to watch you it. Did. I was just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that, and yeah, I remember, I remember you sending me that, and I was like, I know what he just watched. Yeah, <laughs> I know what just happened to him. Oh my gosh, um, y'all, I love Star Wars animation. <laughs> I love these shows so much. In fact, after this conversation, I'm like even more pumped to rewatch the Clone Wars, um, and maybe Rebels again. <laughs> I'm like slowly going through Rebels again. It's so it's so. And I'm so waiting good. for one of my friends to get to season six of Clone Wars because six and seven we're gonna watch together. Awesome! So. Awesome! Awesome! I love in in Clone Wars in season six has two of the best arcs ever in the one with fives um where you learn about the chip and all that stuff oh man in order 66 and then also the yoda arc it's it it, it's so good it's and it's so cool and weird too darth bane um and and then also the 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 jar jar (laughs) the jar jar that was dave filoni's big middle finger to cartoon network for canceling the show 
he's like, look what you're missing out on. Or he's like, look what you, you know, he's like, if y'all cancel our show, I'm going to, uh, I saw a meme of this. It was like, if you cancel our show, like in the middle of season six, I'm going to make an episode where it is canon that Jar Jar has a romantic relationship. I'm like, you wouldn't do that. And oh, he, he did. And they are very, very explicit about telling you that that's what's going on there. So that was his big old. That was his big old <laughs> see you later to Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. It's so weird. So freaking weird. Um, so, this is kind of off topic, okay. but Rebels related. Okay. Is it really confirmed the casting for Ezra? Nothing has been confirmed. There's not okay. been, okay, there's not been a confirmation. That's what I thought, but I've seen things floating around. No, the, the if it's not is confirmed, I'm like, oh, I don't think it is. It's not if it's not from Lucasfilm, it's not actually yeah, confirmed. I, I just um, to make sure that I was thinking the right. No, uh, you're talking about Mina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think he'd be great. I, mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, I agree. I believe that that could it's not been confirmed, but I believe that like that has come out from a few at least semi-reliable sources. So I think that could happen. We just haven't gotten confirmation. Also, th- that from around that same rumor mill, there was the there was the rumor that um oh crap, the guy that voiced Thrawn in the show, um blanking Mickelson, uh Lars, I think. Lars, Lars yeah. Mickelson um is apparently at least according to this rumor, he has been cast as live action thrown as well. And if you look at him, I think he looks, I think he would be like slightly different looking, but he looks like he'd be great. And he's a great actor too, which is more important to me. Um, and so I think that, I think that he would be amazing if they actually did cast him too. So, um, man, I, uh, I love, I love the idea of that, but I hope, I hope those are real. We'll see. Um, but they're not, none of those are actually confirmed. So we'll see. Um, do y'all have anything to add to this conversation before we head out? I mean, I, I think we covered it well. You know, there's great reasons to watch animation. Um, yeah. The only thing that I didn't hit on that I really wanted to was how good the music is, um, yep. specifically in Clone Wars. Uh, like Kevin Kiner. Like, Kevin Kiner, man. If, if they said tomorrow he was going to score one live action, I'd say, go for it, buddy. That's awesome. You know, that's, oh, yeah. you, you deserve it. I mean, from that aspect alone, the acting, the the storytelling. I mean, it just. I think it. It. I think it checks all the boxes for what you need to have for story. I mean, for a good show, whether you're into the voice acting, the the characters, the storytelling, the music, um, the plot, it it checks all the boxes for what you need for Mm -hmm. a good show. So, absolutely give them a shot. If anything, just to have a good time, even if you're not wanting to expand your knowledge. So. Totally. Oh, one thing here from Jack. This is a great question, and this is not uncommon for someone to get confused by. Jack says, "Isn't Lars Mikkelsen Galen Erso, or am I thinking of the wrong guy?" It is uh, Mads Mikkelsen is Galen Erso in Rogue One, and it is Lars's brother. They're mm-hmm. they are brothers, and I'm so it would be they're related with a name like that. It's not common. They yeah, are. They are, and if you look at them, you can tell they're they're definitely brothers. Um, and it would be really cool to get both of them in star wars um at some point and so yeah i mean they are it's not live action yet oh he totally oh, true. looks like thrawn true i just did it jessica 
I just did it. I treated animation like it wasn't real Star Wars. You, <laughs> you poopy. I'm so sorry, everybody. Oh, also, totally like I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing to add. Um, I don't think they've come out and said what happened, but I've seen on Instagram that um, Matt, who voices... Anakin had a uh, accident of some sort. Yes, he had um, to have and had emergency to have, surgery. Like, emergency surgery. So just you know, yeah, prayers and thoughts and whatever you vibes know, and all the things. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I don't know family. what happened. I know exactly. they would appreciate prayers. I know he's he, that's his thing. Yeah, so. absolutely. I totally. I'm glad you said that because I totally. I didn't even think about it. I'm so glad you did. Yeah, I just saw that today, and I saw that Ashley, um, who voices Ahsoka, mm-hmm. had shared some stuff about it. So yeah, hopefully yeah. he's okay. I know he has a little girl. Um, his wife is, seems to be really sweet and cool yeah. too. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Jess. I I totally forgot about that. Um, all right, guys. Well, I guess that's where we're gonna end today. Again, if you've made it through this entire show, thank you so much for joining us. And um, like always, if and if you are in the chat right now and if you are or if you are listening to this episode, I want to ask you a favor. Please go to our podcast feed on Apple or wherever you listen. If you can leave a rating or review on any of those places, I, we would really appreciate more ratings and more reviews on there to kind of get us seen by more people. That would be amazing. And it would be really helpful to us. So, uh, Jack, if you, I know you're in here, if you haven't already done it before, I'm calling you out right now. If you haven't done it before, that would be awesome. Uh, if you could go just leave us a rating and a review, um, on that. And, and obviously if you're listening and you're not subscribed, please subscribe to the channel or please subscribe to the podcast and, uh, and also the YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel, and that link will be below as well. Um, and follow us on Twitter and social media. I mean, Twitter and social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And all that info is also going to be below in the info. Um, Drew, Jess, thanks for joining us tonight. This is really fun. Um, again, be on the lookout. We're going to have a fun episode later this week. But um, any last words before we go? Follow our Instagram. Michael's beating me. <laughs> but I am I am in charge of the Twitter and Jess is <laughs> over the Instagram. And he has put more time than me, I have to say that, into the Twitter than the Instagram. Maybe too much, probably. But with the Twitter. <laughs> I don't like that it's getting so different numbers wise. So <laughs> go follow the Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, go follow our Instagram. Jess is doing a great job over there. I have two <laughs> things to leave us with. Yes. Number one, if you think that just because something is animated that it's not canon, then you got a problem with me and you should let that marinate. <laughs> Number two, if you have taken my side in bashing these two for not liking the Zillow Beast and you like monster stuff, go check out my Twitter and I'll point you in some direction of some cool content, okay? I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Drew. You're, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>